0: Like coming out of hibernation or returning to an area after a natural disaster, coming out of lockdown can feel um, daunting, it can feel exciting, it can feel scary, it can feel familiar, yet somehow different. But rather than craving what was, we have an opportunity to re envision ourselves, our lives our families, and also our futures. So as you prepare for the future, rather than snapping back to old habits, what renewed vision is stirring within you that will define and that will shape your future? Let me pray. Jesus, as we come together around your word today, I ask that you would speak to us. Holy Spirit, move amongst us wherever we are found in your presence. Would you do a work in us? Holy Spirit, would you speak to us deep to deep? And may we go from this place with a renewed vision of you and what it is that you're saying to us as a church family. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, today is Northern Community's 22nd birthday. In 1999, in November, uh, four churches resolved to get together and to become one church, becoming Northern Community. So happy birthday, Northern Community. And it's fitting on an occasion of an anniversary to reflect back to the past, but also to look to the future. To consider what following Jesus has and will look like for us into the future. But regardless of where we find you today, while we will share about Northern's story, I encourage you to reflect on your story and about where your narrative fits into God's narrative, past, present, and into the future. If there was a word that I read repeatedly when I go through the story of Northern, from different pastors and leaders, I, um, there is this reoccurring theme of new. Yet even this word sets Northern apart from other many other churches. Churches can easily become bound by tradition and the past. Churches can often find themselves being held captive and struggle to break free from what was. They can have a passionate desire to to do something new, to build on the past, but fear of change and a desire for some to be in control uh, prevents God-birthed passion and desire from being fully realised. In 2002, Phil McCredden, the pastor of the time, wrote, In 1999, the membership of four churches, Northcote, West Preston, Preston and Ivanhoe, voted overwhelmingly to pool their resources and birth a new church community so that the Churches of Christ could continue to make an impact in the area. Phil arrived to minister to a congregation that had selflessly voted to be a part of something new and different. At this stage, it was unclear what the something new would be, but it started with selling four church buildings filled with memories and traditions. It would have been tempting to use these resources to recapture the glory days and to create a bigger, better, more polished and more accomplished Sunday worship experience and the tradition that we all knew and loved. However, the people of Northern community were committed to investing their resources in something new, which would connect with new people and a new community. Some 13 years later, a challenge was set before the church. With Jesus as our centre, Northern is committed to uh, to innovatively doing church, cultivating meaningful and vibrant forms of spirituality, holistic mission and social transformation. Since our inception in 1999, we have thought outside the square. It's time again to imagine how to love our neighbour and to find its ways to serve and to be a blessing to it. Will you join us and pray regularly for the fulfilment of God's dream for Northern and our neighbourhood and beginning, uh, and begin dreaming of new possibilities. For Israel looking to a time after their 70 years of lockdown in captivity in a foreign land, the prophet, in, the prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, wrote about the brokenness of the past, but also the hope for the future. He writes this, But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Don't you see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. Ultimately, the prophet Isaiah was looking to Jesus, who would redeem people held captive by sin, but not in the way that the the culture and the community of the day expected. Earlier, Leah read from Isaiah 63. And drawing from Isaiah, Jesus sets about defining his mission, his ministry, his calling. And it was a new way of looking at the world and understanding the narrative of God's plan of salvation. It challenged the norms and the expectations. So much so that those who were Jesus' audience of the day wanted to keep control. They wanted to keep power and they were prepared to try and throw Jesus off the edge of a cliff to retain it. If you have your Bibles with you, then I invite you to turn to Luke chapter 4. In Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, we hear of Jesus defi- as he defines his ministry, his mission, the elements of his manifesto, like a ship's manifesto that documents the cargo on board the ship that it carries within and where it is going, Luke 4 speaks of Jesus' manifesto. Who he is, whose he is, and what he is called to do, what it will look like. Purpose, vision, values, the essence compressed and contained in a few verses that permeates and integrates into every aspect of Jesus' life and mission. Allow me to start from Luke chapter 4, verse 14, which sets the context of verses 18 and 19. Then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him spread quickly throughout the whole region. He taught regularly in the synagogue and was praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it is written The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, that the time of the Lord's favour has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. This scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. And as you take time to read through the Gospels, you see Luke four eighteen and 19. Jesus' manifesto lived out. People are healed. Sight restored to the blind. Those held captive by the power of Satan are released. By so, those held captive by society. Those held captive by an oppressive culture are set free. That God's favour, joy and love is experienced in life-changing ways. Every page of the gospel, you see Jesus live this out. And over time, you see Jesus' followers take this message, this mission, to the world around them. In 2019, I invited the leadership group, to join with me in a discernment process, to seek to understand what God has been saying to us as a church through our past, our present, and building on that to look to the future. We wanted to be open to a realignment of our, or having a renewed vision. We kept coming back to the passage in Luke chapter 4. After all, this is Jesus' mission. And then as followers of Jesus, shouldn't it be ours? It wasn't about throwing out the old, but with increased clarity to discern what God was saying about our future. Following what was probably another 12 to 18-month period, we invited the ministry team of Aletheia and Samantha into the conversation and invited them to join with us in discerning with the leadership group as language started to take shape, to convey what we believe God was saying to us, to see Northern's manifesto take shape. So where have we landed Well, building on the past of being the hands and feet of Jesus, we believe God is calling us as a church to shape and to enhance how we connect with the community around us. Today, we invite you to join with us in discerning this further, to pray as we continue this discernment process of Northern's Manifesto, which I believe pulls together the heart of Northern and God's mission for Northern, for us as a church, both now and into the future. The Northern Manifesto. So why do we use the term manifesto? A manifesto, as I mentioned earlier, um, it signifies a unifying statement that draws together the aims, the intentions, the motives of an organisation or as a church body. Whereas a vision... Or a mission statement looks at individual aspects, a manifesto brings together all these different things as a whole. Why Luke 4:18 and 19? Well, as followers of Jesus, we are commissioned by Jesus to follow in His footsteps and continue the work and priorities that were summed up in His life and in His ministry. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Jesus in Luke 4 appropriated the passage from Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, and draws key concepts from Isaiah and communicating that to his audience that embodies the outworking and the interpretation of Isaiah 61 in Jesus' life and in his ministry. The northern community focused. Northern Community Church of Christ, living life well. Our mission statement, how do we unpack that further? As spirit-led followers of Jesus Christ, we are called to live life well through outworking the transformative power of the good news. It's a transformative power that affects, that shapes and reshapes our life and then continues to draw us to engage with the community so that we see them impacted by and connecting with the good news of Jesus. The vision. What do we see in the future? You might recall that in the past when we've had future forms, I've talked about the fact that a vision is kind of like a, a jigsaw puzzle box lid that gives you an idea of what the pieces of the puzzle should look like when it's completed. For us, what's our vision? What do we believe that is God's vision for us as a church? Well, as we've listened and listened to the church again and again, this is what we are discerning. Radiating out of our community and residential centre in the city of Darabin, Northern Community Church of Christ will be a faithful christ-centered community uh, who seeks to live life well for the benefit and blessing of the community and the world in which we live our values remain the same to develop community to deepen spirituality and to demonstrate compassion but we also believe that there's some key commitments that we are calling us as a church to engage in. As Northern Community Church of Christ, we are committed to being transformed by the Spirit of God as we follow Jesus. We are committed to entering into broken and hurting situations and stories of life in order to bring God's good news of hope and help. We are committed to caring for the poor and the marginalised. We are committed to supporting those held captive by their past, their present, for a better future. We are committed to being a blessing in our world, locally and globally. We are committed to bringing glory to God through the way that we live. And as you read through Isaiah 61, as you read through Luke chapter 4, you can see these commitments being outworked and and the essence of those within these commitments that we talk about today. Our desire in this renewed vision is not to negate or to say that the past is wrong, but to build on the foundation and to see Northern flourish into the future to see the values expressed in language that resonates with others and builds bridges into the community. You see, the hands and feet of Jesus speaks well of service to those in the church. Not that, we don't just, that we're just serving those in the church, but the language speaks well to people that are, are familiar with church language, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. But to those in the broader community, that is a foreign, that is a a different concept that can be a struggle for them to uh, reconcile themselves with. It can limit our understanding of what we do and to who understands what we're communicating with our language. So with the hands and feet of Jesus as our foundation to build on, we consider a renewed vision that seeks to broaden our focus, but also our audience. When we look at Luke chapter 4, Jesus' manifesto is relevant to the community, to the culture, to the needs of those around him, whether they be Jew, whether they be Samaritan, whether they be Gentile. As we follow Jesus, we find that Jesus sought to live life well to help those around him to live life well. He spoke to people about the good news of a restored relationship with their creator God and he responded to people's desire to see their lives transformed from the brokenness to wholeness. Today, all you have to do is walk down the street to see evidence of people seeking to live life well. Fitness groups, yoga studios, environmental concerns, walking trails, bike paths and bike shops, healthy eating and healthy living. We see people around us in our community day in, day out, searching for ways to live life well. And we believe ultimately the way that people can live their best life, to live life well, is in relationship with Jesus. We see people looking and searching for relief from the pain of the past. People looking for hope in toxic relationships. People can identify with living life well. And as a ministry team in the leadership group, We believe that the best life lived is lived in a relationship with Jesus. We want to live life well. And we can partner with others and engage with others in conversation, in what it means for us to live life well and to help others as they seek to live life well. Whether that be in playgroup, in education, in fitness, in nutrition, in employment and training, in accommodation and affordable accommodation, in advocacy, in crisis relief, in expressing through the arts and through celebration. By inviting, we join with our community and our world, partnering with people far from Jesus and serving and working alongside them. In so doing... We have the opportunity to build relationships, share stories, and our motivation of as we look to outwork what we as followers of King Jesus and how we understand this good news story of a restored relationship with Creator God. We believe this call to live life well through outworking the transformative power of the good news, continues to build on our past and helps us as a church to re-envision our future, radiating out of our community and residential centre in the city of Darabin. Northern Community Church of Christ will be a faithful, Christ-centred community who seek to live life well for the benefit and the blessing of the community and the world in which we live. We believe that this is a vision that is God-birthed and a vision for northern community. Let me pray. Jesus, as we reflect on, on your life, your life of sacrifice, your life of giving of yourself, your life of coming alongside others to help them to live the best life possible. Jesus, we recognise that you lived life well and it came at a cost. But you also called others to live life well, to live life with a restored relationship with their Creator. And Jesus, as we... Continue to discern whether this is what you want for us. Holy Spirit, would you move amongst us? Would you brood amongst us? Would you help us wherever you have placed us to hear clearly your voice as we seek to discern your path for us into the future? In Jesus' name, amen. So how do we respond today? Well, there's a couple of things. I wonder, in what way do you believe God is calling you to live life well? For many of you, you've taken time to to do those little canvases and to draw on them. What does it look like for you to, to see that lived out in your life, to live life well? And how does your relationship with God interact with this? We don't want to compartmentalise and have God in some parts of our life and not in others. But as we seek to live life well, how does God influence, empower, and engage with us in that? For those you know who may not have a personal relationship with Jesus, what does it mean for them to live life well? Do you understand what they're grappling with? what they're struggling with, what they're choosing to and not to do to help them to live life well. And how might you be a positive witness as you join with others to outwork living life well? We're going to have some music played, and as that music's played, I invite you to, whether it be uh, in the auditorium with the response cards or at home uh, with the chat function, or if you want to just share something on Facebook as well, you can do that, but to, to reflect on what these questions mean for you and how you can see that outworked in your life. So music's going to be played, and I encourage you to reflect on those questions now. God bless you.